You're listening to the Philly Soccer Pod. This week, the Union hope to rebound as they face the New York Red Bulls on Sunday. Let's go. Joe, a lot of people say that this Union-Red Bulls game isn't a rivalry because the Red Bulls don't consider it one or there's no history. Uh, why don't you remind everyone why it is? Why it is a rivalry? Yeah. Oh, there's plenty of reasons. I could go on for a long time about that, but I'll, I'll boil it down to some main points. Number one, this team's from New York, right? So, uh, you know, I would think that people from Philadelphia aren't crazy about New York sports fans. And actually, this team's not even from New York. They're from Jersey, from North Jersey, which even is even worse. Um, that's, that's number one. Number two is the arrogance with which, in my opinion, the Red Bulls carry themselves. And it's unwarranted. They've had probably the most pathetic uh, performance since the league was formed. I mean, it's one of the original teams. They won a supporter shield a, a couple of years ago, and they thought that was the greatest thing since sliced bread. But it's a supporter shield, for God's sake. Calm down a little bit. Yet, n- nonetheless, despite that poor performance over history, they strut around as if they're God's gift to MLS. And then the, the third thing, I think, for me, is some of the players they've had on that team. Rafa Marquez. You need to say more about Rafa Marquez and his stealing money from MLS. Or Thierry Henry, who was a beautiful player when he, when he was in the EPL. But here he had an arrogance and you know, just didn't ever seem to put forth the, the quality on a consistent basis. So I'll, I'll cut it off there, but that's basically my Red Bulls union rivalry. All right, I'm just going to take this opportunity to say that I'm Will McQuillan. Joe with me today, as always. Uh, Matthew isn't here this week. Um, so it's it's a big game for the Union on Sunday. Tactically, you know, I don't know that much is going to be different from the last time the Red Bulls were here what, four or five weeks ago, maybe a little longer, um, when the Union got that 3-0 win to break the streak. Um, so you're going to see a lot of high pressing. Bradley Wright Phillips is always dangerous, getting behind guys, making good runs. Um, Sasha Kleschen runs a lot of the stuff they do through the midfield. Luis Robles, I, I think probably the best goalkeeper in MLS, maybe accepting Andre Blake. I would actually give Robles a, a little advantage over Blake just because of his distribution being a little bit better, maybe a little more mature. But those are the two top guys in the league, if you ask me. No, I, I agree. Um, and defensively, you know, solid, but nothing nothing special there. Um I feel like I say this every week, but the Union have to be careful um, with attacks coming from the outside in. The Rebels like to move the ball really quickly and, and try and stretch the defense out. They're going to have to stay compact, um, which is something that they had. Well, I guess you don't have much difficulty with that on the field at NYCFC uh, because it's so small. But generally, you know, Aguchi Anyewu and, and Jack Elliott, if they play, or Josh Yarrow may be in there, um, have to be careful about staying in position and not getting beat with balls between them and the outside backs. Oh, I agree with you. When New York was in town the, the last time, and I, you know, when we saw them live, their speed was just far and above what the Union could bring into the game. And Bradley Wright Phillips, who I don't know if I've given him sufficient respect in the past, but watching him play right on the shoulder of that last defender consistently and, making, and hustling and working hard all game, he's a dangerous striker. Yeah, he's, he's got all those tricks. He'll do the thing that Maurice do, used to do when he was on the field um, where – on a corner kick, we'll get another guy to like set a pick for him, and and he'll be open. He, uh, he and he's deceptively fast too. I think he's a really strong player who doesn't. Well, I mean, he gets a lot of credit from the league, but at least you know I I didn't give him credit until we saw him from the Union. Joe, what what can be improved upon from that last outing in NYCFC? Well, they've got to get back in sync and flow on the offensive side of the field. 
and not even the offensive side. It's really just moving the ball from the back to the front. You know, Padua is not going to be playing, I, I would imagine. Right, he got he picked up an injury in the uh, yeah when he was with the United States. Uh, yeah, so Padua is not going to be there. That's going to hurt. Uh, hopefully, Madunian, who did not get any playing time in the uh, international, was it Bosnia? Yeah, Greece. Bosnia. So hopefully, the travel didn't take too much out of him. And well, how about the fact before the Red Bulls come on Wednesday night, there's a U.S. Open Cup game against Harris. Harrisburg, I don't think they're called the Harrisburg City Islanders anymore. They're just called the City Islanders. Really? Uh, yeah, I, you know, it totally slipped my mind. Um, it's, uh, I mean, I don't have a whole much, I don't have much to say about it um, other than that, you know, obviously the Union should win and they've had some pretty competitive games with the City Islanders in the past. Uh, but I, I don't really get the to uh, watch a lot of USL. I don't really know what to expect from that team. No, me neither. But I, I did see a Kevin Kincaid tweet from earlier today uh, where he was projecting that uh, Roland Allberg was going to be starting during this game. And, you know, maybe that lets Allberg get back in to his offensive swinging and hopefully get some, some goals under his belt and he can come into the Red Bulls game with some some momentum. Yeah, no, I think, I think it's a good opportunity for the team to sort of get back on track, uh, maybe shake off some rust from the time off. Um, yeah, and just one other thing: playing for Harrisburg, two for, at least two former Union players. One is Pedro Ribeiro, mm-hmm. um, which he was a pretty good player. I, the last time I saw him playing, really, he was pl- next to Kaká in Orlando. So it's a little strange to hear he's coming in with the USL side. And then the other player is uh, who's the tall what, guy? Aaron who's, Wheeler. Aaron Wheeler was yeah. played out of position by John Hackworth for you know at least two seasons. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what those guys have to bring. Yeah, I mean it should should be a good good Open Cup game. Um, back to, to Sunday, you know, we talked a little bit about the, uh, the center back options for Jim Curtin. He's really got three healthy guys now. Um, I know he played Yarrow in the defensive midfield the other day, but I don't think he'd do that for a full game. Um, so you've got the options of Elliot Yarrow and, uh, Marquez and Onyewu. I'm sorry, four guys. Well, Onyewu is still questionable. He's, he's still going through his concussion oh, protocol, right. I think. I mean, he got knocked in the head in that last game, but that's uh, pretty bad. So he may he may not be available. I'm not sure. It always the time seems to vary with you know some of the guys get get done quicker than others. Um, but who who do you go with out of those guys? Assuming Anye Wu um, can't play. Well, I would say Richie Marquez. He he certainly played pretty well when his when he got back into the lineup. Um, Yarrow, you know, he's probably rusty because he's been on the sideline for a long time. But he's got some speed, and if 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 you're worried about Bradley Wright Phillips and speed. At least Yarrow can make up for mistakes or catch up the guys that are running quickly. So I'd probably go with those two guys in the center. Yeah, I agree. Um, Jack Elliott, I think, has had a really good start to his rookie season. Um, but just, you know, some of the little things, like rookie mistakes, you look at, he just sort of clears the ball without thinking and uh, not totally quick uh, turning and, and on his feet. Um, and I think for this game, Marquez and, and Yarrow are the best options. How about the, also in the back? How about Keegan Rosenberry or uh, uh, Raymond? Oh, I think he, I think you have to go with Rosenberry at this point. Gaddis, uh, you know, he, he came in. I'm glad to see that he's still going strong after a couple years on the bench. It feels like uh, feels like at this point, at least. Um, but I think Rosenberry going forward, Gaddis was really killing the attack, especially when a lot of it was flowing up that right side. Um, and even if the defensive ability drops off a little bit, I think Rosenberry's uh, the better option. I, I mean, I, I love Ray Gaddis, but I think you're absolutely right about Rosenberry being the right guy in there. But if we don't see him play or start, 
And I really have to wonder what's going on between Jim Curtin and, and Keegan Rosenberry. It seems like there's something behind the scenes. Yeah. All right, uh, predictions, goal line, goal score, and goal scorers. I'm going to say it's a low-scoring affair because we've got two good keepers um, and the Union have trouble scoring goals. So I'm going to say I'm going to go with uh, a 1-0 win for the Union. All right, I think for the second time this season, the Union get uh, get a big win against the Red Bulls to set them back on track. Um, I'll say 2 nothing, but it feels feels like a solid win. Uh, maybe, I don't know, Sapong gets one because he always seems to, even though he never is in the right spot. And uh, Keegan Rosenberry coming back in the lineup. Ooh, all right, that'd be nice to see. Uh, really quickly before we wrap this up, the best games from this coming weekend uh, – Usually we have three this week, just two. Uh, Joey, why don't you start off? The, the game that caught my eye is Dallas-Vancouver. Uh, two pretty good teams um, with some high-quality players. On the Dallas side, I'm in- interested to see Jesse Gonzalez in the net. Um, he's just made his commitment to play for the U.S. as opposed to Mexico, where I think he had previously made a commitment to play for. Um, so he could be the future of the, the national team goalkeeping staff. And then on Vancouver, I'm always curious to see former Union players. And over there, you got Jordan Harvey, Shannon Williams, Andrew Jacobson. Um, so that's you know three guys that you know, I like to see how they're playing. Plus uh, Freddie Montero, who's come back to MLS after playing. Uh, what, he ended up in China for a while or something. Yeah. Um, and he's he's scoring goals prolifically. So it should be an exciting game. It should be a big win for Dallas. Uh, I'm gonna go with SKC San Jose, um, which is maybe. Fairly obvious one, seeing as SKC is on top of the Western Conference. Um, And I feel like we often don't say to watch them just because it's a pain to watch Sporting Kansas City and I can't stand Peter Vermees and I don't really like watching Tom Dwyer, Benny Failhaber, even Graham Zussi play. Um, But they're they're a good team, you know, solid. um, Are they doing it on the defensive end or offensively? Because I think of SKC, I can't even, Tom Dwyer, he can score, but they don't strike me as being a offensive juggernaut well I, th- I think a lot of the offense does come from deeper in the field where if, if you've got Jim, J- uh, Jimmy Madronda who Matthew and I talk a lot about in the fantasy segment um, often who I think has been played as midfielder this season but has traditionally been a wing back um, he's great serving in crosses and Ike Opara is, is always a threat on set pieces from the middle um, and then on the San Jose side you've got guys like Danny Husen uh, who's been playing really well I've been impressed with Chris Rondolowski uh, Jameer Hika, homegrown guys like Nick Lima, David Bingham, an American goalkeeper. Um, I think they're they're a fun team to watch. They move the ball pretty well, and it should be a good one. That's going to do it for this episode. Make sure to subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Stitcher.com, and SoundCloud. You can follow us on Twitter at PhillySoccerPod. I'm at Will McQuillan, and Matthew is at Matt underscore McQuill. Comments, questions, or reactions can be tweeted at us there or emailed to us at PhillySoccerPod at gmail.com. Ratings and comments on iTunes and Stitcher are essential for getting a show like ours more well-known, so please be sure to tell your friends and leave those reviews. It's very quick. For Joe, I'm Will McQuillan. We'll see you next week.